Hello there, welcome to Trust is My Home, and boy is it ever. Um, here we are recording from quarantine in Loretto House, or sheltering in place, I should say. So last week I did not record. Um, there were so many things happening each day um, that, uh, that kind of need to respond in the moment. I wasn't able to record uh, for last week, so Welcome to I Return to Trust is My Home. Welcome to Trust is My Home, a weekly podcast about living a covenant of trust with the Father. From Loretto House here in Austin, Texas to your own home, this podcast seeks to lay down and enflesh the foundation of trust that becomes the true rock on which to build a home. Each week we will talk about realigning our lives toward the Father. What does it mean to trust Him? If God is a good Father and we believe that, how does that change the way we live our lives? We'll dig deep into the hidden treasures of the hearts of mothers and fathers who are choosing to live radical trust in God and speak honestly about the challenges and the testimonies that come from such a life. This is a podcast from this home to your homes meant to reach into the sometimes lonely struggles to weave encouragement, joy, and community into your day. So whether you're driving, cleaning, folding, or just stopping to listen, welcome to Trust is My Home. So um, in, this, in this recording, I was, I was basically uh, recognizing that we were in such a different time. Um, as you know, three weeks ago, we're in a different time than we are now. And, and we're now in a place where we're united with the whole world and not being in control, which we've never been, but it's easier to believe it when, um, <laughs> when it's like so apparent and it, we are apparently not in control. So I almost, uh, thought maybe I'm not supposed to continue with trust is my home. I feel that I was being obedient to God when I was recording and and I think that if we if you started from the very beginning and listened to all the episodes, there's a lot of ways in which God was really kind of preparing us for this time and for this kind of trust. But right now I'm just recognizing that there are so many resources which is so beautiful. There's such an incredible wealth of resources and things to listen to, things to watch that are going to bring, you know, encouragement and peace. So it's kind of hard to think that, like, how can uh, this voice matter in, in the midst of all of it? And um, then God was convicting me that um, I need to record, not necessarily for other people, but I need to record to be, to give testimony and kind of witness to my own faith and to what he is asking of me in this time. So in that regard, um, this is what I will do. And I think you can Google um, pretty much Nate Bishop or governor or pastor or priest, and they're going to have something of like, how do we respond, right, in this moment? So I'm not really, like I don't have like the five things you need to do while you're in quarantine right now. Um, what I feel like called to do in this moment is to be totally unapologetic in laying out what I feel God is doing in this time. And whereas before this was really happening, I held back some of the more radical, (laughs) the radical kind of 
saints are feeling that what God was doing. But so since there's so many people listening um, to everything else, I kind of feel like I have this freedom. I can just be crazy and, and say from my heart to God, actually, and affirm out loud to him what I feel God is calling us to at this moment. And so that is what this episode is about. So one thing that God has really um, impressed on my heart and I'm praying into to kind of go even deeper is um, a call to enter into his rest. And that seems crazy right now to say because there are moms who are homeschooling and this doesn't, it's not restful. And there are dads who are trying to figure out like how they're going to provide for their families and working. And so there's a way in which it seems kind of counterintuitive what I'm saying, entering into his rest. But God has been very clear with me what he means on that. And um, one of the things that he's been highlighting is Hebrews 4, which I never really have to admit, I never have been super drawn to the book of Hebrews. I haven't spent a lot of time with the book of Hebrews, but he is just highlighting this. And right before I was quarantined, I went to the Christian Bible store to get a particular translation of the Bible that I was looking forward to for a devotional. So like to feed my soul. And that um, translation is the Passion Translation. The Passion Translation is a translation that is kind of fully dedicated to kind of engaging the text through a relational lens and through this kind of a relational lens of God seeking his people. So you wouldn't hear this this kind of reading in... Um, at a mass, it's not necessarily like popular reading like, hey, and Jesus said, yo, come to me, but but it's definitely like a very personalized, right, um, way of speaking of scripture. And I, um, in reading that, I read um, Hebrews 4, uh, because God has really pointed it out to me. And um, this is what he has been saying to me. Now, God has offered to us the same promise of entering into his realm of resting in confident faith. So we must be extremely careful that we embrace the fullness of that promise and not fail to experience it. So God is offering us to enter into resting in confident faith. What does it mean? So like, God's like, I'm inviting you to rest in confident faith right now. How can I even say that, right? How can I say that when there's so many things, quote unquote, happening? Well, let's take a step back and recognize we are not in control. We, we do not have the answers. There's not one person on earth right now who is going to be able to tell you when this is going to be over. Now, there's a lot of people speaking about it and pondering about it. And there's headlines that you can read about it, but nobody knows. Which leads me to... How do we listen to the deeper invitation, not just on the news, but the deeper invitation of God in this time? Because he is speaking. He is speaking in this time. And what I need to stand and say is that God is speaking. And what he is saying is, I am renewing the earth. I am renewing the church from the home. Now, right now, like as I speak, there might be couples that are more in tension than they've ever been, children that are like more in division than they ever have been, and, you know, just stress. How can I say that? 
How do we switch from a world that has been defined externally by um, you know, all the exploits and things that we do to a world that comes right back to the center of the heart and the home? You can't go from one orientation to the next without some kind of pain or revolution, right? So there's like there's something that's happening right now. There's something that's being asked of us right now and it is uncomfortable and it is painful, but it is for good. And that is what I say God is asking us to enter into his rest. It's like we are not the actors right now. We are not those who are called to to act now there are nurses and healthcare workers that we 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 are, like that are actually on the front lines that we're praying for but in general we're all called to be home which means God is trying to set a new rhythm to our lives and the thing is when I don't know if you ever in dancing with another partner so if you resist the rhythm of the dance it's a lot more difficult but if you go into the rhythm that is provided there is an ease and a flow that is given. And God is inviting us through faith to enter into a new rhythm, to let him teach us a new rhythm in our homes, in our families, in our society. And he has been so merciful to us in how progressive this has been. It wasn't in one day, everything shut down, it's over. It's been, okay, this is coming. Oh. You're not going to have school this week. Okay, now you're going to have this. Now you're going to have this. The church is closed. Now we're going to have shelter in place. So it's it's like this gradual coming back to our home. Now, there might be people that are like, this is crazy that you're saying this because like there are things we like there's people without business. There's, there's, you know, people that are suffering and there's people that are dying. There's people. Yes. Yes, there are. Yes, there are people that are sick. Yes, there are people that are dying. Right now in Texas, though, there aren't abortions. And there are more children that have died through abortions than they have died from this illness in this state. But I, I'm not playing a number game with lives. I'm asking us, how do we listen to what God is doing right now? What is his call for us? And what is our response? For me, God is calling me to enter into his rest. Which means that I have to... Surrender to the fact that I am not in control. And let him teach me a new rhythm. And that new rhythm is not something that is, is given in one day. You know, last week there was a lot more kind of um, upheaval in my heart and kind of uh, trying to get kind of settled and make sure I had what I needed and, and having moments of pause where I gather myself with the Lord. But God's like, nope. Slowing you down, just slow you down a little bit more and a little bit more. So instead of, um, instead of kind of only reading the news and only looking at these things and like, oh my gosh, and you have no idea how bad this is and why are you saying this? Can we step it up and actually believe in God? Like, this is the thing. How many times do we say, oh yeah, I believe in God, I trust in God. This is the most beautiful gift that we can give God in this holy week is our trust. And God is calling us to a radical trust. He's always been calling us to this trust, but he's calling us all together to this trust. And I can promise you this. I can promise you this. If you invest in trusting the Lord in this time, your needs will be taken care of. And I'm not talking about prosperity gospel. God has always wanted to care for us and provide for us. And 
I, my whole life, my whole life, my whole everything has been to be, bear witness to the fact that when we give God permission, he will take care of us. And there are people, there are people that have been like, you know, that's really nice for you to say because, you know, you're crazy, so that's okay. But like the rest of us, we have to work, we have to do this, we have to do this, and I have children to take care of and all this, so I cannot trust in God. And I'm like, when are we going to realize people? When? What? What has to happen for you to stop and say you are not God? Because he has always wanted to care for us. Go back to the garden. Go back to the garden. In the garden. His only desire was to care for us. What did we do? We took that existence on our own shoulders. Yes, and we have a world and a government and an economy and everything and a bureaucracy based on the world that we created with our minds and our intellects and our abilities. And that world is falling down. And that world is not in our control. But what do we have right now? What do we have? We have access to the Father right now. We have access to God right now. And God is like saying, stop putting, you know, even your relationship with me on an external, like, it's like external. Like, okay, because I cannot receive Jesus in the Eucharist, therefore I cannot have a relationship with God. And that is a lie. We are invited even deeper, even deeper, men and women, okay? There are people that are like, can be angry at me right now because like, you don't know what it's like. I do actually, I do. But I also know we have a God that if we trust him, if we trust him and if we let him teach us a rhythm of life, he will be there. I if I was like a betting person or I was, I was somebody that, you know, okay, here are all your, you know, all your, all my stock right now is going and trusting God because he's a good father and he's not for our destruction. What does he want? He wants our hearts. He wants our hearts. He wants the hearts of our family. He wants to rebuild our families. There's such massive shifting going on right now that God is inviting us to be a participant in. Oh my goodness. It's incredible. But can we, can we enter into the rest of his faith? The only way we can truly rest, like to relearn the Sabbath, right? Relearning the Sabbath, relearning rest means having faith in the truth. Because why don't we take Sabbath? Oh, I have to work to do. I have to work. I have to do this because I have to take care. What we're saying is like, yeah, God is not taking care of me. And if I don't do it, it's not going to happen. Which, what is that? That's self-sufficiency. And God is calling that out right now. He's calling out self-sufficiency and he's calling it the lie that it is. So we have this choice, we have this, this, this invitation. It's an invitation to enter in to the rest of the Father, to enter into the Sabbath, to enter into a time that is belonging to God and not to us, to enter into a rhythm that we don't set, to enter into a wisdom of the heart instead of just the, you know, the exploits and the abilities of the mind. God is calling us back to the heart. He is calling us back to our mother. He is calling us back to the church. Not the building, not the structure, not just the external sacraments, but the heart of the heart of the heart. What is my heart? How do I stand before God in this time? When I don't I look around, I'm like, how am I going to have money to pay my rent? Or how am I going to take care of my family? How am I going to hold this business together? 
This is the question we have to have right now. What is the most important to you? What is the most important to you right now? And do you believe that God cares about you and your family? Do you believe that he wants to bring about good things for you and your family? This call that we've been given is a call to receive God's love and his mercy in ways we have never experienced before. In my prayer is that if that invitation is given to you and it's going to be given to each individually totally in a different way. You know, how it's given to me, to how it's given to a father of a family, to how it's given a mother, or even children, it's going to be different. But the invitation is going to be given. And it's an invitation of, will you let me be God? For you, will you allow me to be the God in your life? Will you hand over your helplessness to me? Will you give me permission to work in your life? Will you trust me with your children? Will you trust me with your finances? Will you trust me with your home? And not the conditional trust of, yeah, I mean, like that's easy for you to say because, you know, you don't have to take care of this, but I have to take care of this. And God's like, can I please have that burden? Can I please have it? Because you're not in control. And wanting to be in control when you're not in control, you know what happens? It drives you crazy. And then you have a lot of stress and a lot of tension and either depression or anger or anxiety. The, the invitation that is given to us, every single one of us, is an invitation to participate in the loving mercy of God in ways we have never been before. You don't have to be a priest. You don't have to be religious. It doesn't matter who you are. You're being invited right now to be a part of what God is doing in the world. This is a time of decision. This is a time of invitation and love. This is a time, even when we might see our sinfulness, that we, in a way we've never seen before. But in that very place, God is pouring mercy and love. In that very place where I have put other things before God, where I have, you know, depended only on myself, where I have even lied or stolen or whatever to advance to get what I needed, where I have grasped. God is saying, I'm right now opening the door for you to be able to put all that grasping, put it at my feet right now, put it right here, put it here, and let me show you what I can do. And each of us will be given that invitation and there's no neutral response, okay? There's no like, mm, well, you know, whatever. There's no. You will know when the invitation is given to you. You will know it. I'm not giving that invitation. You will know. And when it's given to you, just, I just pray that you can believe that God's plans for you are greater than yours. That his love and mercy for you is greater than you could ever do. That his mercy and love can forgive the darkest, most ugliest parts of our life. The places that, that bring us the most shame. That he is here right now to pour his love, his mercy, his goodness into those very places. Any place that needs healing right now, God wants to heal it. But are we willing to give it to him? And so... If nobody listens to this, 
it's okay because I need to listen to this and I need to stand here and I need to say, God, I trust you above everything. I trust your plans are greater than any plan I could ever have. And you know what? I'm excited to dance the rhythm that you are giving. Jesus, I trust in you.